What's going on? You are listening to Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host this week, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with my co-host as always. What's up, everybody? Brennan Tassif coming to you live and in person from New York City. Coming to you live in person from the NYC. So, uh, we're a little late this week is because we were hoping that some more things would happen in the sports world, but yeah. This is what I have uh, deemed the worst week in sports because you have a week layoff in the NBA. We're fresh off our NFL hangover. Pitchers and catchers are reporting in the MLB, so nothing's going there. And hockey is in their dead sprint to the end. But how interesting is hockey topics? As Kornheiser says, that's when people grab the clicker. So we're gonna give you, we're gonna try to give you a nice light one today. Uh, so let's get right to it. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Brett and I have a question. Yes. My question is, did LeBron James ruin the dunk contest? Now, follow me. The dunk contest can do one of two things. It can make a person's reputation or it can elevate. A person's reputation at this time in 2003. So it can make somebody who's unknown or it can elevate somebody who's known and like take them full global. LeBron was global already. By the time he enters the NBA, he's LeBron James. He's the chosen one. He's the future king. And him not participating. You just stood up in the recording. I want you to know that. Yeah, but we're going to clip all that, right? No, I just set it up so great. You ruined it by standing up and giving people your midsection. (laughs) (laughs) That's the clip now. Take it again. Take it again. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So, yeah, 2003, LeBron James doesn't do the dunk contest and just doesn't do it going forward because he never did it, right? Never did it. So at that point, it's going to be too detrimental to his brand because if he loses, LeBron James loses something. Oh, he's not as great indestructible. But my thing is the reason I say I think LeBron ruined the dunk contest is it became a domino effect. None of the top draft picks, none of the top tier guys in the game henceforth decided to participate in the dunk contest because if – if it wasn't good enough for LeBron in a sense and all these kids that then followed him, it wasn't good enough for them. And they had to, everybody then realized they had too much to lose by losing. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron absolutely ruined the dunk contest. You know why? Uh, Vince Carter, Michael Jordan, like we have some of these great dunkers that we remember from the dunk contest. Dwight Howard, who at a time was up like don't, eight don't, year don't put Dwight All Star. Don't put Dwight. I'm just saying, Dwight Howard's a Hall of Fame player. He's that, going he to the is, Hall of Fame. But let's not. He dragged a Ma- Orlando Magic team to uh, for the sure, NBA but let's not mention him in the dunk contest conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> something against him in the dunk <laughs> contest. It's just it's like seven footers in the dunk contest. It's just not oh, impressive. I see what you're saying. My the point of mentioning him and my point in general is the fact that players like real players like players you don't think would be in the dunk contest because of what LeBron has set forth as a precedent had done the dunk contest in the past so he absolutely ruined it we're getting G League guys winning the dunk contest now that I've never heard of so you never heard of Matt McClung you got to get on NBA Twitter man Matt McClung I knew, yeah I'm not on NBA once it got Twitter. announced I was like oh Matt's been Max's been doing this for years like 
We've seen this man in high school with the bunnies. Like once he signed to Georgetown, it was like, okay, that all right. That is the hops, ladies and gentlemen, the hops. Yeah, like you know, Mac. I, I had no doubt in my mind that Mac McClung was going to win this. They called him I a ringer, think, basically. <laughs> I completely agree with you. LeBron James ruined the dunk contest. I'm still clipping your midsection. Now, come on, man. <laughs> I was trying to fix the light. I'm so pale. The light's like super bright reflecting off my shiny dome. I was trying to fix it. I don't know what happened there. But, um, yeah, I mean, all right. I threw a towel over the light. Hoping to- Speaking of things that have been ruined, uh... Do you think we're just beyond all-star games of all kind yeah, is, in general? Like, I'm glad you put this in here. This game was a joke. I didn't watch a second of it to quote Wilbon. I was on the couch with my clicker. Uh, I didn't watch any of it. I saw the final score. It's ridiculous. I think there needs to be, and I know uh, Simmons talks about this, Bill Simmons. He talks about the MVP is like a snapshot of that season, like what was going on, which teams were performing well and stuff. So I, I agree in that sense that there should be all-star selections. So we know like who the best players were at that time and what the storylines were and just the narrative of the season. I think having those selections helps. I think the game is over. I think the game is over. I was going to say overrated, but I just think it's over. Like it's stupid. Yeah. What about you? I think, I think the game has passed us by. Um, I think I forgot who I was listening to, but they said at a time when all the games weren't accessible and you couldn't find clips of everybody everywhere. Yeah. yeah, Like the all-star game meant something like the game itself meant something by the time my generation to me, Saturday night was always like the big to do because like I said, you'd see the big stars in it. <laughs> yeah. um, you'd see the biggest stars participate in it. You get the spectacle, the dunk contest, three-point contest, the skills challenge, which is now an abomination. They, they've it's a joke. they've tweaked it so many times. I don't know what it is anymore. Now that centers are like in. Ugh. But Saturdays don't. I mean, Saturdays are fine, but I'm not rushing to it like I used to. And the game, I've never cared about the game. Um, and now where you can see all the highlights and everything, like the game is the most meaningless part of it all. Um, now, I understand why All-Star Week exists uh, for the uh, for the sponsors and the league to do things and the sneaker companies to release. Not to mention the rest. And the rest. I mean, the week's rest afterwards. Um, but... As a game, but, and, but I'm talking about across all sports, like MLB yeah. All-Star game, I can care less about it. The Pro Bowl, I can definitely care less about it. They've turned it into a flag football game. Not that That's I was hilarious. watching the other game either. Yeah. It's all just meaningless at this point. Like, there's, I don't, there's just no point to it. Like, you, you, you devalue, especially in the NBA and MLB to a degree because they're longer seasons. You play a, a, effectively a devalued season because now you've added people to your playoff structure. And yep. then, so it's hard to care about every game. And then you have a all-star game where there's nothing at stake. At all. <laughs> like zero at stake. It's like, hey, just watch these guys half-ass it. Like at least in the like Major League Baseball and I think in hockey too, like isn't home ice advantage? No, no. Advantage? I would say baseball tried that, but then people hated that. 
Oh, uh, really? Yeah, people hate it because it's like your team is at a disadvantage in the World Series because the All Star Game. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean it makes sense. A game that they had no control over dictates who has home field. Like, I I one hundred percent think they should do selections to take the snapshot of the season. I don't think there should be any games played. Just take the week off, get the rest. Like I, the problem is we're too far down the wormhole. And we have to have quote unquote all-star selections, but it's the same thing with the NFL. Like you have pro bowl, but then you have the all pros like the NBA, you have the NBA first team, second team, all third NBA, team. Yeah. Like, do we really need the all-star or the pro? Like those distinctions aren't like, that I, well, those no, but the distinctions are massive. To be an all pro is one of the I'm hardest saying, things I'm in saying all the NFL pro, to do. No, I'm saying all pro and all NBA, those matter. But yeah, yeah, yeah. in the grand scheme of it, 17 time all star, we could have. I mean, I, see, that's, you're that's also 17 time all NBA. <laughs> like, it doesn't. As someone who was not able to make all state but made all county um, in high school, that was still really cool for me. And I think. And I think it's one of those things where if you just did say we just did all NBA, it's going to be the same rotation of like 18 players for the 15 slots, like for That's like at saying, least three but- year chunks. So you want to have my opinion is that you want to have the all star game or the Pro Bowl because then it gives you a wider variance on like what the season really looked like. Like Tyler Huntley would never be an all pro, but it is interesting that he made the Pro Bowl. He should have made the Pro Bowl. I know, but 15 years from now, you can go back in time and be like, wait, Tyler Huntley, how did he even? And then you're like, oh, yeah, Lamar got hurt again. And Tyler Huntley played like four games, was eligible for the Pro Bowl because all the other. But you see what I'm saying? Like it's structured. No, that's dumb. I like the wider variety because it gives you more insight into the season 10, 15, 20 years from now. I, I don't. I'm not. I don't play the game, but also like. The thing is, all pro is so super select. So that'd be like, okay, you can only listen to the top ten podcasts. You don't get to listen to the top thirty podcast. It's like, well, maybe that's I like not, the- that's not that's not what we're saying. But you can still you can still taste it. But at the end of the day, we know the top ten podcasts. But which what I'm we're saying one is of, like obviously, and, <laughs> obviously. That's why I brought up that analogy. But I guess what I'm saying is, as someone who was never the best athlete to win the top awards, but was always good enough to be like in the like meet not participation trophies because, you know, making all county is still hard. But I wasn't able I wasn't good enough to make all state, but I did make all county, which meant a lot to me. And so I just think from a player perspective and just from a league perspective, that's good for morale where it's like, yeah, you're not going to ever make an all pro team, but you can definitely make the Pro Bowl. I, I don't know. I like it. Nah, I'm definitely so if I played in the NFL, I would not be an all pro player. I'm definitely a pro bowl kind of reserve guy is what I'm trying to say. You're one of the pro bowl players after like 10 people say, yeah, I'm just not coming. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. The guy on reserve where they're like Tyler Huntley, Brennan Tassif, get in here. Trevor Lawrence. Um, whoa, whoa, what happened? Whoa. What happened? What happened? Hey, um, last time I checked, we both finished. Number one in our divisions. Why don't you back off? Oh, Somebody ended up in the Super Bowl. Um, but Someone no, I, the Super Bowl I, I, again. I, 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 st- I strong. You haven't had the opportunity to do it. Um, <laughs> I strongly disagree. Like, damn, I, I knew I was setting myself. Uh, yeah, up. of course. You knew there was only so far you I can knew go. I <laughs> As I was saying it, I was like, wait, we've never even been. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the all the All Star Game distinction, like. It's going to, like, to us, it still matters now because, I mean, we grew up in an era where, you know, 
that's that's kind of like your Oscar, like Oscar dominated person, yeah. blah blah blah, like thirteen time All Star. But as we get further and further away from the game, like having any importance, it's just gonna be like, yeah, I I know you're a seventeen time All Star because. You were a seventeen-time All NBA, <laughs> like yeah. That's so do you think more by the next generation, this will get phased out? Because the NBA is already talking about doing that um, tournament, that mid-season tournament. Yeah. Do you think by the time we're in our like forties or fifties, they would have aged out the All Star game, turned it into the taken that completely away, done the mid-season tournament, and then just done All NBA voting? Um, I think that's a possibility. I think I think they're going to continue to tweak it because again. Everything surrounding the All Star Game is what the All Star Game is actually about. Yeah, it's about right. the sponsors. Well, that's what I'm saying it's is about like they could do that with the revenue. mid-season tournament. Is just flip them out. No, because Brendan, they're not going to take a chance to lose money. Um, right. <laughs> well, I think. Well, I think. What if they fix it? People have been talking about maybe doing like a one v one tournament, King of the Court type oh, of thing. Cool. Um, I think what would be interesting taking a taking a page out of hockey's book because uh, their All Star Game. Also, not the greatest, but has they've tweaked it enough to where it's a little more interesting. And you have three on three in the Olympics now. Have a three on three tournament. You get your we all vote. And also, let's do away with the East West distinctions. If we're not going to have yeah, people like play that. on the East West, it's so dumb when it comes to voting. Um, if we're just going to pick teams, but we vote the top what. Fifth, uh, not fifteen, but however many thirty people. No, that's way too much. The, the number is going to have no, to come way down. It's going to be the top twelve people, and then we have a uh, uh, yeah, five on five and two subs. No, not five on five. We're going to do three on three. Four teams of three on three. Okay. A three on three tournament with four teams. Get down to the two top teams, and then boom, that's your all star weekend, baby. That would be what? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is what if they fix it? What if they come up either that idea or just some idea where we're like. Holy shit! We need to watch the All Star Game. This is yeah. fucking. I amazing. mean, if they fix it, I'm, uh, they've tried to fix it with the Elam ending. They've uh, honestly the the best one might have been that first year they did the Elam ending. I think it was like right around the pin. What's the Elam ending? ending? Um, is that where, the point thing? Yeah, where there's yeah. a final twenty four points. You have to reach ceremoniously point, yeah. for Kobe. Um, but there was also a year where it was like uh, the first. The team that wins gets a million dollars for charity, and the team that loses gets like twenty five hundred dollars for charity. And then they sat the like participants of the charities oh, on like the sides, yeah. and it became real Hunger Games esque. Like that, that was pretty interesting. Sick, yeah. But um, it's sick in two ways. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but that was interesting because it was like, oh my god, you were directly seeing the people who are going to be affected by the outcome of this game. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Select your champion. So yeah, but uh, I mean, look. Yeah, people, I think you're right. We, we need the content. We need the content. It's over. All right, moving on. I am happy to know that the clips are working. I mean, that one clip fucking blew up. Yeah, two I don't know how did the other clip. They, both, do? they ended up. It the both Eric, ended up doing well. With the Eric Bieniemy thing, you didn't mention his name, and I'm sure you saw that in the comments. Yeah. But I said it in the, I wrote it in the post. But I, mean, I know, but you know as well as I. You only know got a minute. Those. You only got a minute. You only got a minute. All right. Speaking, speaking of, of Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy <laughs> uh, has made the lateral move that was predicted by many. So um, he's done this, right? Because I I saw updates. Yeah, no, he's where done this. Saying, he's gone okay. to the Washington Commanders, the Commandos, uh, I still call it the football team. Um, but yeah, he's gone, taking the OC job, and yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts? 
I think it's horseshit. We talked about it. What was the last week? Eric Bieniemy should be a head coach. The fact that Matt Nagy got a head coaching job and then went right back to coordinator is fucking stupid. Um, I think he should be a head coach. I think this is kind of ridiculous. The only thing I will say, everything aside, is that when he does eventually become a head coach, if he does like some Dennis Allen shit, I know all those owners won't be able to say anything, but those owners who didn't interview him or interviewed him but didn't give him the job are going to be like, we told you it was all Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But I don't think that's the case. I think he's actually a really good fucking coach and he needs to be a head coach somewhere. So I think the lateral move is... I they don't have say, a quarterback. I don't even know what they're going to do over there. I know. That's that's the biggest problem. Uh, even my thing is, even if it was all Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, we could have said that to Nathaniel Hackett. It was all Matt LaFleur yeah. and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. We could have well, said that about is, Josh yeah. McDaniels. It was all Bill Belichick said that about and Tom Doug Brady. Or Matt Nagy. Exactly. Like, we, my thing has been, like, every excuse we can say for him we could have said to all these other white dudes, yeah. but we just did it. We didn't. <laughs> we because, just did yeah. it. <laughs> so it's because he doesn't look like the guys interviewing him. That's why they don't want to give him the job. Like it was all Jared Goff and uh, Sean McVay. Oh, God, what? <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said the statement. It's all Jared Goff, except Jeff Fisher about why he got fired. Like, yeah, true. Good point. <laughs> it's all Jared Goff. Um, uh, yeah, I think. I, I mean, this will definitely propel him to a head. Now, this is going to be a double-edged sword. Now, obviously, Eric I don't has think this enough. is going to propel him because I think the Washington football team is a trash organization That's and what a I was trash just franchise, say. and he's not he going to get any faith in benefit. Now, if he, he takes them from, like, the 25th good, yeah. offense to the 21st offense, oh, he really did something that, like, this. This is he can't win for losing. No, that's what I'm saying. Is that is, how the saying I mean, goes, he might have enough can't faith. Can't lose for winning. What's going on? Here? Can't win for losing. That, I said, okay, I said it right. Win. Yeah, you did say it right. Okay. He, uh, I think he has enough faith in his own, um, his own abilities to be like, I can take fucking Tyler Heineke and win uh, the NFC. So they better we'll trade see. for Huntley or somebody. Because I mean, it's not even Taylor Ooh. Heineke. Sam Sam Howell. Trade for Lamar Jackson. That that no. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, coaching carousel. Brennan, I don't know if you saw, but Aaron Rodgers has QB made carousel, it out of what you said. You said coaching carousel, QB carousel, QB carousel. Uh, Brennan, I don't know if you saw it, but Aaron Rodgers has made it out of his uh, four day uh, hibernation retreat into darkness, into the darkness. You won't I was be, born. I uh, thank you. <laughs> Molded by you, merely adopted the darkness. Um. I didn't so, see yeah. the light till I was already a man. Aaron Rodgers is allegedly on the move. Also, we have Derek Carr, who has been released by the Las Vegas Raiders. Do you want to take this one at a time, or you want to go through all of well, them? Well, I'm just going to name all four. Okay. Uh, Lamar Jackson is, uh, I mean, he already has uh, tweeted, not tweeted, uh, posted on his Instagram stories about uh, they don't, they're not loyal until they loyal, or something like that. And then Daniel Jones You are has, so plugged in, you're... You know what fucking people are posting on their stories? Yeah, I mean, got to know these things, Brennan. I'm, I'm an insider. Um, uh, and Daniel Jones has uh, fired his agent and is allegedly Ooh. seeking $45 million a year. <laughs> so, Brennan, we'll, we'll take this in order. Aaron Rodgers, where do you think he'll... Aaron Rodgers will be with the Jets next. Jets, wow. Um I have no idea, so I'm just going to ask you all. Yeah. Uh, so then that means Derek Carr ends up. Uh, so Derek Carr, this is interesting. I've got Derek Carr um, with Carolina. Just Carolina. Because team. 
They're a young team. They need a, a sustainable quarterback. I heard uh, someone talking about this. It's the Alex Smith model where uh, Andy Reid brought in Alex Smith because he's like, I don't want us to be a fucking dumpster fire, but I want us to have a good enough quarterback to where we can hold down the fort until a trans, you know, transcendent quarterback comes to us in the draft. Andy Reid took Patrick Mahomes, um, and we all saw – none of us saw that coming. I don't give a shit who you are. When he took Patrick Mahomes, I didn't I know who Patrick Mahomes the, was. Exactly, I am plugged into the draft. A kid and I was from like, Texas Tech. Like a, okay, yeah, right. I was like, isn't this a late first, early second round guy? Like, why is he taking him like this high? Um, and now he's the best quarterback in the NFL, maybe the best talented as far as pure talented quarterback ever. Um, so Derek Carr. Another thing on Eric B. Enemy, real fast. Cliff Kingsbury had gotten fired as a head coach. Was about to be the OC of the. The, of the Trojans at USC and then was just handed a head coaching job. Don't tell don't me you have to it. prove something. The fuck yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's it's yeah, we've talked about it before. It's sorry. It's because he doesn't look like the champion. You mentioned you mentioned the uh, Mahomes and it brought me back to Texas Tech and I was like, what is this called Cliff Kingsbury? <laughs> um I got Derek Carr going to Carolina or 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 out of the blue, this kind of ties in with Lamar going to oh. Baltimore. That's ridiculous. Um, so then, where do you have Lamar going? Lamar is going. I don't. I don't know where I have him going, but I know he's going to demand out. Uh, I think so. They're not. They're not going to pay him. I he's, think they're he's been hurt him. the last three seasons. They're, they're not going to pay him. him. I think they're going to pay. They're not going to pay him what he wants. They're going to pay him. I think he holds out. I think they're going to franchise tag him. I think someone's going to trade. So if they don't give him the exclusive franchise tag, which costs fourteen million dollars more, if they give him just the basic franchise tag, mm-hmm. another team can match it. With two first round picks, yeah, I think they're. Gonna, I think they're going to spam. I mean, they're. I think Harbaugh they, built this entire offense around him. So if they, if he doesn't, I was stay, say we keep saying that by the by, and this is a terrible. We keep saying that, and, and the more and more I look at this offense, it's a terrible offense. Like the yeah. offensive line, I agree. is mediocre to okay. Like it was you know better when they had Orlando Brown and Staley. Now Staley can't ha- stay healthy, and they traded Orlando Brown. The Ozzie running left. backs. Do you do you really want any of these running backs? Do you? I don't want any. KK Dobbins can't stay healthy. Gus Edwards was like a seventh round pick who bounced around from Miami and Rutgers. Like there's nobody on the Justice Hill. Don't can't tell you where he came out of the woods from. The one receiver that has uh, actually looked good is Rashad Bateman. Uh, Hollywood Brown was terrible for years. I can't tell if Mark Andrews is actually good or good just because he's the best catching he's threat. He's a safety valve. Yeah, like, I don't know how good this offense we keep saying that it's built around him actually is. I didn't say it was good. I just said it was built around Lamar. That's all. As far as the actual playbook and the scheme, it's a, it's a lot of zone read. It's a lot of... Uh, uh, what is it? Pass read option. P-R-P-O-R-P-R-P-R-O? P-R-O? P-R-O. R-P-O. Run yeah, I'm pass like, option. Uh, was like, pass run option? Run, run, run option, pass, pass option. Uh, R-P-O. Uh, I think what the Ravens should do... Uh, okay. Sorry, Can folks. If this is your now, your, your listening experience. Well, I think Joe, what do you think the what do you think the Ravens should do about uh what do you think Baltimore should do over there about Lamar Jackson? What do you think what do you think's going on? I think the Ravens you're killing the time there. <laughs> I think the Ravens should I think they should fully guarantee Lamar's contract, but instead of the high number that he's trying to get, uh try, essentially trying to match Deshaun Watson, they should take it in a more uh Kirk Cousins approach. They should tell him, Hey, let's lop off fifty million of this 
Fully guarantee it, though. Instead of 250, let's make it 200 guarantee. And let's get you some actual weapons. Give us some money so we can actually get you some guys. Because J.K. Dobbins, who can't stay healthy, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards are not the backfield that he needs. <laughs> uh, Richard Bateman. Joe Dorville. I mean, come on now. I mean. I used to carry. I used to tote the rock back in the day. Um, <laughs> but uh, Devin Duvernay should not be his number two receiver to the point where they have to go call Deshaun Jackson off of the couch of uh, of that other podcast, the, not the Pivot. He was on the I Am Athlete podcast to come run routes for them. Like that, they need to actually commit to him and say, "Hey, we'll give you the money, and we're actually going to get you weapons that." mean a damn because holy shit have we been terrible at getting you actual talent around you i mean that sounds good but i don't think i don't think they're gonna pay him i think he's been hurt the last two years going into the playoffs which is when they've needed him most i don't think you give someone 210 million dollars fully guaranteed if they can't if they can get you to the playoffs but then can't play in the playoffs because the last couple years they've been hurt yeah just give somebody 220 million dollars who has 24 uh sexual misconduct allegations who's done nothing for your franchise as of yet i do not agree with what the browns did i completely disagree that's your account man deshaun's your boy dog whoa it's not me i've never been to clemson what are you talking about i hate clemson (laughs) with a passion and a rage as a, they as broke the um program what are you talking about trevor lawrence fan I, i i always root for the Jags, not the Tigers. Hey, anyway, Lamar, I think what do you I want to I do want to get your opinion on this, though, as the as the Baltimore franchise. Think about this. All the turmoil that you've had with the Lamar situation, not being able to pay him, him feeling disrespected just as as the GM. Now, I'm not talking about the coach. I'm not talking about the other players because they love Lamar. I'm just as the GM. Is there any part of you that thinks we thought this guy could have played going into the playoffs this year? And he sat out, whether he sat out because he didn't want to re-injure it, whether he sat out because he wanted his money, doesn't matter. He still did re-injure. Play. He hadn't recovered from the injury. I know I'm, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is as the GM on the outside looking in, you have all these people saying, oh, he can play. He can't play. He can play. He can't play. As the GM, do you think it's better for him to say, you know what? I'll take the first. I'll take the two first round picks. We'll roll with Tyler Huntley and we're going to reset this whole thing. Because like you just said, their backfield isn't worth recovering their wide receivers aren't worth recovering their offensive line is in shambles this isn't a plug and play like the Colts three years ago we just need a quarterback thing or like Denver last year where they're like oh we just need a quarterback this might be a full rebuild so don't you think they'd be better off just getting the picks and restarting no you don't know how to answer no because the reason you're in playoff contention the last two years, even though he gets hurt, even though he's gotten hurt, is because he got you there before he got hurt. So That's if you could get him a better reset. offensive line, because mind you, again, the last two times he got hurt was in the pocket. So yep. if you can get him a better offensive line that can protect him while he's in the pocket, he might be able to stand upright once you get to the postseason. If you get him better running back talent that could alleviate the box. I mean, yeah, no, you no. Need- if you get better receiving talent that can alle- alleviate the box, then yeah. maybe he'll be there for the postseason run. You don't need the full rebuild when you're right there. Yeah, if okay. healthy, they're a top a three team in the AFC. Yeah, I think um, also this whole don't 
we've seen it a million times now. Just keep taking swings round five through seven. Take swings. Pick pick whatever round you want to pick and grab a running back and just see what happens. We saw it with Pacheco. Isaiah, I was Isaiah Pacheco, seventh round pick. Like Yeah, we you know, just keep taking swings at it. Um all right, last one. Daniel Jones is not going to get $45 million. He will re-sign with the Giants for no more than 30, no less than 22. You think so? You don't think this man's going to go out and actually get the bag, do you? Oh, hell no. Uh, okay. But just those numbers, I'm like, that's overpaying for a mediocre quarterback. No, it's o- yeah, it's overpaying, but it's a quarterback who got you to the playoffs, so you're going to have to pay him something. Got you to the playoffs is a very... Uh, Hey, That's he's played a, more playoff games than uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, no, he hasn't. That is not true. <laughs> no, Lamar had that run. What was it, his rookie year, the year after? He had that um, run they went to the Either second or third year when he made it to, I think they made it to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, that's what I said, conference championship. Yeah, um, because they were the ones at the, so it might have been the MVP year. Um, or the year after, God, I can't remember. He was so good at that year. Um, but, no, Daniel t- Daniel Jones is like a $15 million a year transitional quarterback three years and see if he's still good at the end of that. Oh, I completely agree. Um, it is not, ridiculous that, that he is seeking $45 million a year. You know uh, how the game is played. Uh, that's a good agent. Thing. That's, yeah. that's a good agent. Um, but I think <laughs> talk about a team that should just burn like burn it all down and just do a full rebuild i think the giants should do that because if not they're just gonna be stuck in this sludge of being close enough or being a seventh rounder like because daniel jones everybody says oh he's gotten so much better he's gotten so much better i think i've said it before but he's the new teddy bridgewater he's somebody who that's what they got him to do this year be teddy bridgewater let's limit the turnovers you're not going to be asked to do a lot, and you're going to just be really asked to hand the ball to the quarter to the running back. Daniel Jones had 15 touchdowns this season, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, he's improved so much." Oh my, it's that what? I, it's also so I saw this with the Washington Football Team back in uh, the late 2010s. Um, so RG3 gets there with Alfred Morris in 2012. They both go to the Pro Bowl that year. Or excuse me, they both go all pro that year, I believe. Um, they, they have a great season. Alfred went all pro. As I know. Player. I'm trying to think. I don't know if RG3 I, went. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was thing. like, uh, he had a great season, but they still were nine and so seven. Yeah, Alfred Morris was an all pro rookie at running back, baby. But anyway, I say that to say, by the time RG3 was out, they were like, oh, what are they going to do with Alf? And all the analysts, everyone was like, they're going to run him into the ground and then they're going to go out and get another running back because he's a six round pick. They don't have to pay him very much. He's only on a four year deal. I think that's exactly what Brian Dable was thinking when he came into this situation with the Giants was, you know, Daniel Jones can run a little bit. He's on the last year of his contract. We don't have to pay him anymore if he gets hurt. Let's just run him into the ground. And I think that might have had a different effect where he actually played really well. And then they were like, oh, shit, we might have to pay him now. But I think it's that same concept. I don't think that they're going to I know they're not going to give him 40 million. I don't think he could on the open market even get more than 30 30 million. So, we'll see what happens, but they kind of have to keep him just cuz he's brought him to the playoffs. Um, but they're not keeping him for more than like what did I say? I said 22 to like 30. Yeah, 22 so like to 22 30. To, yeah, so Jesus. no more than that. My he still had six fumbles and five interceptions. 
So that's what, 11 turnovers, 11 to his 15 touchdowns. How many carries did he have? Do you have that set? It was a great season for him this year. He had... Do, 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 do. He had 120 carries. That's a lot of carries. That's a lot of carries. So by variance, the fumble That's rate say for only is five pretty good. But especially because most of those fumbles probably came when he was standing in the pocket getting blindsided. Yeah, not potentially. The ball. So his fumble rate was fine, but still... That's 11 turnovers to 15. Oh, well, I guess I, I should put the rushing touchdowns in there as well. Um, yeah, if you're going to count Let me the, be uh, fair. So 15 passing, 7 throwing. Got to do math. That's what, 22? 15 passing, 7 throwing is 22. Boom. Let's go. Uh, so 22 to 11. So 2 to 1 touchdown to. Uh, Would you like to hear some real quarterback rate? stats? So, go ahead for it. Uh, just just for context, everybody. Trevor Lawrence, who is in his second year, had twenty five touchdowns and only eight interceptions. How many fumbles? I know he had the I'm Eagle game at, where we terrorized him. Yeah, I'm looking it up right so, now. Let's see that. Let's see those numbers. Uh, five. So he also had five fumbles last year. Mm-hmm. Lost four of them. Uh, but had five rushing touchdowns. Do you want to hear something crazy? He only had 62 attempts. So Daniel Jones, Jeez. who no one would say is as athletic as Trevor Lawrence, had doubled, doubled the attempts on the ground. And only got two more touchdowns for it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Trevor runs a lot in the red zone. Yeah. Yeah, true. Big, strong lad. But yeah. All right. All right. That is it for quick that. Hits. On to the quick hits. And you'll be surprised how quick and quick Mayman hits quick hits. Ah, quick hits. Brennan, you love to see it. You love to talk about it. The Phoenix Mercury have brought back Diana Sarasi, who's going to be playing out her 41st and 42nd season. They signed her on a two year deal. Um, also, they have re signed what? 41st and 42nd season? Sorry, not season. Her 41 years of age and 42 years oh, okay. of age. She That's what I thought you meant, but then I was like, wait, what? Diana Taurasi's playing in her 40s. Love to see it. Uh, yeah. And then uh, they've re-signed um, Brittany Griner, who was a free agent. They've re-signed her, uh, and she's looking ready to play this year. There's been Do you have the numbers on that deal? On the backs, uh, on the numbers on it as far as, like, yeah. money? No, I don't, have, yeah. I don't have that. No, don't have that. I was interested just because... After everything she's been through, I love the fact that they re-signed her. But on the flip side, it is a business. And after everything she's been through, I didn't know if she was commanding the same amount of money as she was before. It's one year, 165. Okay. Did so I say no. 165? 100. Yeah. yeah, 165. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 165. I was like, why did it sound weird in my head? Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I don't know what her deal was prior to, but that seems about in line in what she would have been making. Oh, really? I thought the top WNBA players were up around seven. Uh, no. Huh. I'd have to see another deal to compare, but no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I, I just didn't know. I'm glad. Well, they actually, you know what? By comparison, Dad, Tarasi got two years, 46.9. 469. Wait. Oh, okay, you got yeah. Forty six nine sounds like yeah. No, I do. Nine million. You do know what NBA players make, right? They make about fifty million a year. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, what? That's yeah. a huge disparity. 
Yeah, that I mean, that's why we've been that's why we've been talking about the disparity. <laughs> uh, um now I'm looking it up. Now I can't see what your name makes. Great. ESPN's frozen on me for some reason. But all right. Uh NHL update. All right, Brandon. so I've got um Yeah, okay. So yeah, Diana Tarasi's right there. So at forty years old, she's making two hundred and 234,936 looks like it's the max cap hit. Okay. Um, Because that's what Ariki, Arika, Arike. Shanae Gumuke. Yeah. Or Ariki Gumuwale. Yeah, yeah. Um, Agumuwale. That's what she's making at 25. That's what uh, Lloyd, Jewel Lloyd is making in Seattle. Okay. Oh. And then Diana Taurasi is making the same. Well, I mean, you should look up Stewie, if anything. That's what I was trying to find, but. um, Okay, it's here. I've got the full contracts. Picks one through four make 72,000 their first year, 73,000 the next year, 80,000 the 91,000. So, Brianna Stewart signed a one-year Supermax. This is her last year deal. 228,000 is as high as it goes. 234. Yeah, so that's the that's the that's the absolute supermax that they can have because mm-hmm. that's what Tarasi makes and Jewel Lloyd and Um When you said Stu, I thought you were talking about uh Stu Bird. Oh no no Suey's Suey is gone. Stewie and Suey. Uh NHL, brother, the game that never stops, never sees to a base. But Connor McDavid, what a guy, young fifth youngest guy ever to make it to 800 points, I believe. Never stop, never stopping. NHL. Never stop, never stopping. Uh, who's stopping? The Panthers. The Panthers uh, <laughs> slowly tried to get their way up the Eastern Conference. They've made it now to one, two, three, four, five. Eight seed. They're the eight seed, but many teams behind them have multiple games in hand, like the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, they have four games in hand and are only one game back. So that eighth seed is probably going to drop here uh, shortly. Um, but yeah, how, how are your Lightning doing? Lightning are doing okay. We've won four out of six. <clears throat> we are third right now in the Atlantic Division standings behind Toronto. Even though we have more wins than Toronto, um, we have more losses as well. So they have more overtime losses, uh, which makes them higher standing in points. Uh, we are coming. Boston's way out in front. Boston, get this. Boston has ninety-one points right yeah. now. Boston's the next best. It's fucking stupid. Uh, after Boston is Carolina with eighty-four. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, no injuries really to report, um, which is crazy for the Tampa Bay Lightning because normally we uh, have someone hurt and then have them on the bench for a while. Uh, but yeah, we're playing pretty well. Not great, like I said, one four out of six. So we'll see what happens. Man, after the last two years of our two teams, you know, playing very, very high level, this is a this is yeah this super is a letdown, far cry from where we were at. All right, but speaking of not having a super letdown, Fulham, Fulham, Fulham. boys, the cottage talking about Prem. Uh, beat had a game on Saturday, and we beat uh, Brighton, Hova, Albin, Albin. Their name is too long. Um, Beat them to take over the six spot. That was a six versus seven matchup right there. Uh, we have a game on Friday. Uh, Brighton and Hove Albinian. Yeah, there we go. Brighton and Hove Albinian. Um, Albinian. Uh, whatever. Uh, then we have a game yeah, on Friday against uh, Wolverhampton. Uh, 
the Wanderers. Uh, so that game can take us all the way up, tied for the fifth spot. Um, so we'd still be in the sixth spot. So not much movement, but still moving all in the, the right way up direction. To the same spot. Moving in the right direction, though. But um, yeah, things are shaking out. I mean, I, at this point, like we've been saying, uh, at this we're we're pretty much a lock to stay up. At this point, it's just seeing how far we can get in the standings. Can we get a European uh, tour? Can we make the Champions League? Because, again, we're only four points off of fourth place right now. So that's still within our grasp. Um, And we should have won two of these games, the Manchester United and the Manchester City game. We should have fucking won those games. We should have either won or tied one of both. We should have drawn the Arsenal game. Yeah, so we should have drew the Arsenal game. Yeah, those all those. Top we three teams. Top, top, yeah, we should, we should have right taken points from those games and we didn't. And then with the Newcastle United, we should have tied that second game, but we lost that second game 1 0. Um, and the top, both Tottenham games, we had chances, but just didn't go through. But um, the next stretch of games, I mean, that Brighton game was a big, uh, big glaring hole, not hole, but. Big one marked, but upcoming we got in, in the Prem. We have uh, a tough sled here with Wolverhampton. Then we got Brentford, arch rivals, but we're home this time against them. Uh, then we got Arsenal again, and then we got Liverpool, and then we get a bit of respite with a bunch of lower uh, tier teams. Seated teams, yeah. yeah. So we can get fat off of those again. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, especially in that Arsenal and that Liverpool back to back. Um. So yeah, Liverpool, who's not having like the hottest season. I mean, to say the least. Uh, but still, top team. This is a former Championship League winner, former League winner. Uh, they still have a lot of carryover. But are they in tip-top shape? Or are they in tip-top form? Who knows? We'll see. Uh, oh, right we're gonna now, test it out. Right now, we're worried about the 15th place team in Wolfhampton tomorrow. Get that dub and keep things moving in the right direction. Beautiful. All right. Let's get out of here. Welcome to the big leagues. Two runs. Sorry, everyone. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Sir, 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 sir. It was the name association thing. I was like, we're yeah. getting out of here. Walk off. I was like, yeah, we're yeah. off. We're done. <laughs> I just, it just made me kind of chuckle because I was like, oh, the audience is probably like, wait, what? I thought you said we're getting out of here. Walk off. Uh, Brennan, where can we find you? Let, let us, let's let have you lay out and plug your podcast, sir. Absolutely. I know that's a big um, thing for you. At Brennan T Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. Uh, keep an eye out for the one-man show titled X Drinking Buddy. We're working on the editing process for that right now. And by we, I mean Joe. Uh Check out my other podcast, X Drinking Buddy um, is also the name of the podcast. I have a guest on and we talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, party stories. And then I also do have uh, The Power of How with me, Matt Fulcheron, and Daniel Torado, where we try to put a positive spin on the chaotic life that is. All right. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. You can check out this show's Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. Don't forget uh, to check out uh, anulo.co. Uh, to get all the other shows on the website, uh, the big show with New Low and uh, Cheer, who, who does a podcast as well as Cheer from Press Box and Misbehavior Journal Club, um, head over to my website if I ever decide to update it and fix it because I'm pretty sure it's like 
fucked up right now. And I keep saying I'm going to, but I'm buried in so much work. Like Brennan's one man show. Um, so yeah, check us out wherever we are. Brennan, get us out of here because I got I got work to do. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. You shout out Diana Taurasi. Still doing it. Shout out BG. She's back. <laughs>